fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hold Hoosier. on, I'm not ready yet. We got to get things going here. We got a lot to do, and it seems like apparently we've been booted off some of our social media. I know. Shocker, right here on this program as we try to get our message out, talk about alternative, commonsensical, reasonable things, and yet social media just don't like what we have to say, so we have to find the alternatives and get around that in some way, shape, or form. Hey, welcome it. It's The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you, your millennial general reporting for duties. Apparently... I was going to say that we had our live stream on all of our social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Instagram, TikTok, OurFreedomBook.com, and the website at HoosierReason.com. That's not necessarily the case. And, of course, the Podbean live stream we have going on as well for the audio, too. That's not the case, though, because I got a message earlier today that we were booted off of YouTube. Shocker. Now, (laughs) we have two strikes against us right now. They say I'm suspended on YouTube until December 2nd. I know. That's what? December, uh, October, November. So three months. I'm booted off of YouTube for the next three months because they didn't like what we had to say. Now, I was trying to rack my brain when the last time was that we talked about anything COVID-19 related that would have gotten us in trouble with YouTube because, you know, we're misinformation and, you know, we try to present alternative ideas, alternative ways for you to make yourself healthy, better ways for you to actually take care of yourself, alternatives other than the COVID-19 vaccine, which, again, if you want to get it, all the power to you, do your thing. But I, I usually try to present natural, holistic, you know, remedies in order for you to boost your immune system, be healthy and just do your thing. And I was trying to rack my brain on when the last time was we actually talked about this stuff. And then I saw the date of what show they said suspended us. And it was Monday this week. So I went back and I was listening to it, trying to figure because I don't remember talking about COVID-19 on Monday. I mean, maybe we have. We talk about it a bit on the show. But I was trying to rack my brain on what we actually said that would have got us in trouble with YouTube. Like, not that I really care, although that is the link that we share on our website at whosyourreason.com. So I can't really post on the website now with the live stream, unfortunately, but I was trying to figure out what got us in trouble. And I was listening to it, and I was giving you the recap from over the weekend of what I did with the fasting, with the vision quest, and with, you know, the beginning of the month doing the natural holistic medicine or the the vegan diet that the Mrs. Voice of Reason and I have done to try and be healthy. And I had made the comment that Obviously, taking your personal health into your own responsibility is your responsibility. And then I had mentioned that the vegan diet and that the healthy eating and the dietary changes that we've done has helped my wife, Mrs. Voice of Reason, with her lupus issues. I didn't say a whole lot about COVID. I just talked about the importance of having alternatives and having choices and then being able to take your own health into your own personal hands as your own responsibility. And because of that, because of the fact that I mentioned that holistic healing or that dietary changes can change your health and make you better and that Mrs. Voice of Reason was having some positive health responses due to a dietary change in eating cleaner, not eating a lot of processed food, not eating a lot of salt, getting rid of uh, and minimizing a lot of the meat and dairy products. Just by doing that, we got suspended on YouTube. 
I had no idea that just by talking about that type of, uh, you, you're not buying McDonald's every day if I, unless I'm promoting that apparently, then I get booted off YouTube. So the war on censorship continues. And it blows my mind because I had no idea that that was going to be the break for YouTube to say, sorry, we're not going to allow you to broadcast live on YouTube anymore for the next three months. Kind of weird to me. So then I get ready and I'm like, all right, whatever. We don't have YouTube. So I get ready and we start going here on the show at the beginning at the top of the hour, get all the live stream going for everybody. And it's not showing up on Facebook right now either. And it says it, it, it can't connect. It's not working, whatever. So apparently we're not on YouTube or on Facebook right now. We are, however, on Twitch.tv and we're also on our Twitter, which you can find both of those at Who's Your Reason on the Tweety, also on Twitch.tv. And you can find us at Who's Your Reason on there as well. Or you can just watch us on TV if the TV station near you, or you can just listen to us on the radio everywhere, or you can just listen to the podcast afterwards uh, too. So uh, there we have it. Apparently we're not streaming on some of these sites, but we are on some of the other ones, depending on what allows us and does not allow us to talk about natural health and dietary changes that might make you somewhat healthy. Crazy concept. I know that's very controversial. I know. I know. So there you have it. Bottom of the hour, we have Dr. Joshua Estrin. He'll be joining us as he is the author of his book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself. You can find him online at joshestrin.com. We'll talk with him at the bottom of the hour. And I'm super excited to talk with him about rage culture and cancel culture. Speaking of cancel culture, you can get his perspective on what the heck's going on. Also, rage culture with people that if you disagree with them, do you lose your you-know-what? I find it funny. So I posted a meme, uh, a kind of a joke, a political satire cartoon on social media a couple days ago. And there's a few individuals that claim they're conservative, you know, and for the most part on other issues, they have some conservative flavor to them. I think they're more on the moderate side of, you know, Mitt Romneyism conservatism, which is kind of a joke. But at the same time, it's, I guess, conservatism as it is. But they, they comment on everything, especially COVID, where they say, you know, with me talking about natural and holistic healing and alternative medicines and natural personal ways for you to be healthy. I know it's a controversial thing. Again, they say that I'm misleading people. I'm killing people. I don't care about humanity. I don't wear a mask. I'm not getting the vaccine so it's my fault that there are people walking around not getting vaccinated and got not getting the vaccine so therefore it is my fault that i'm spreading misinformation wanting people to die in the streets and it's it's constant it's okay it's constant i'm used to that whatever i mean you're a political talk show host you get death threats and angry people all the time i don't really care i'm used to it but i posted a satire political cartoon about ivermectin, which, as you know, is is a uh, some type of medication where it's used for deworming. And I have a story about that later because apparently Joe Rogan's using that now. He tested positive for COVID and using that. But there was a story about how there was a line. It was a cartoon where there was a line of people uh, standing at a window waiting for their ivermectin. And it said for uh, horse dewormer. And then there was the other line that said FDA approved vaccine that was completely empty. And I shared it as a joke. Because I posted it and said, it's funny how people trust this medicine more so than what the government's telling us. Because I think it's relatively true. I think a lot of people that are concerned about getting the vaccine are doing it because they just don't trust the government. I don't trust the government. The more the government tells me I have to, the more I say, Haha, watch this and take a look at this you know, special finger on my hand, which I'm not sure which one it is because that would be FCC violation. So I would not show that. But you know what I'm talking about. And the more that they force it down our throats, the more we say, uh-uh, ain't going to happen. I posted that as a joke. 
Because obviously there's a lot of people getting the vaccine. Obviously there's a lot of people trying alternative stuff, whether it's the vitamins and natural health and dietary changes like myself, whether it's you know hydroxychloroquine or whether it's ivermectin, whatever. There are people that just want choices to try whatever may or may not work. They lost their minds, lost their minds because I posted something like that. So obviously there's rage culture in the, in, the, in the community now because you're not allowed to post anything outside of what they disagree with or they don't like because then, of course, it's either fake news or we need to be censored or we're just straying people down the road of misinformation and trying to kill people off because we just don't care. <laughs> to me, I think people are just a little bit high strung and I think just need to relax a little bit and just get into their zen moment and take a deep breath realize that you can make your own choices at the end of the day on your own feel better now all right uh get some snacks though get your popcorn pop the popcorn because get ready the cancel culture is real the rage culture is out there it's fun to watch entertaining wise if you don't take it serious especially on social media i've gotten to the point where i just do it intentionally to push the buttons and see what kind of angers them and what gets them riled up because why not that's my entertainment. Don't take away my only entertainment because that's what I enjoy doing. But get the popcorn while you can because apparently you're not going to be able to get snacks anymore either. Remember last year when we had a run on toilet paper and everybody had to get toilet paper? <laughs> we had a viral infection that caused uh, inflammation of your lungs where you couldn't breathe and cold-like symptoms of runny noses, coughing, sore throat, and, and lung issues, and we had a run on toilet paper. Put those two together, not quite sure why. If you even remember, some of the health departments across the different states tried to validate it by saying that, well, some people are getting diarrhea and upset stomachs and that sort of thing, which is more, I think, of a flu-like symptom as opposed to a COVID symptom. Because that's not on the approved list of COVID symptoms, but they didn't know what was going on. They're like, wow, people have sore throats and coughing. Let's go get toilet paper. Made a lot of sense to me. But while we had the run on that last year, this year, apparently, we're going to have a shortage of snacks. Not meat, not dairy, not bread, snacks. And it's kind of sort of related to COVID-19, but it's also related to, I think, the consequential after effects of COVID-19, which is the labor shortage. According to the Wall Street Journal, the company of Mondelez, they're having a strike of workers right now because of the long hours they're having to put in. Because of the labor shortage, the company of Mondelez Bakery in Portland, Oregon, and now it's spread to numerous different bakeries and three different distribution facilities in Colorado, Illinois, Georgia, and Virginia, so four of them, uh, where they're reworking the labor hours of their workers on those distribution centers because of the short staff. They don't have as many workers. They need more workers. They're trying to bring people in. They're trying to rework the hours of what people can work so that way they're not racking up on crazy amounts of overtime. Now, of course, the workers' labor's union don't like that very much because it's cutting into the overtime hours that those individuals are working. So now it's forcing the workers to go on strike. So if you need your Ritz crackers, apparently you're not going to get them very soon. And a lot of grocery stores across the nation are actually trying to bulk up on these snacks like Ritz crackers before they go out of stock and they can't get them anymore because there's now a labor shortage on snacks. This world's a crazy place, man. Now, let's break into this issue for just a second, shall we? We have a company that is a, a short on labor because there are people wanting to stay on the additional unemployment benefits from COVID-19. 
which have ended, by the way, but now you can go back on your regular state unemployment benefits. But we still have a labor shortage, more jobs than there are people, and people not wanting to go back to work. So instead of actually trying to fill those, the labor union is saying, no, you can't take away our overtime, so we're going to go on strike. And I got to be honest, you know me, I'm not the biggest fan of labor unions in any way, shape, or form. I really, really hope that they just leave those people. I, I, I take that back. I feel bad for those people. Not the labor union itself is the organization, but the people actually being forced to leave because a lot of times it's not their choice. They're told to do it because they pay their hard-earned money into the labor union to tell them this is what they have to do. It's a stupid thing. It's a stupid, ridiculous, absurd concept to actually work for a labor union. I refuse to work for one. I almost had to a couple of times and I walked away from the job because I just wouldn't do it. Uh, Agree, disagree. I know that's an unpopular position for some communities. I don't really care, but I'm not a fan of labor unions because of this exact thing. We have a labor shortage right now. And while these guys are going to go on strike saying that they're working too many overtime hours and now they're not going to get paid overtime hours, which is absurd. uh, It's just the structure of maybe working four tens instead of three, eight or five, eight hour days sort of thing, just trying to rework your working schedule. And then they get upset because they want more of the overtime pay that does, by the way, put insurance strain on the company and cost more for the company when they're already trying to deal with all the COVID garbage and everything else that's been happening over the last year. You know, evil company, how dare they try to rework it to cut some of their costs and try and keep production actually working. But the labor union now forcing them to do it I think that's going to be a bad move because right now, with how many people are not working, I'm sure there's going to be some jumping at the chance to jump in and fill those positions while the other workers are out holding signs and pickets and trying to talk about how angry they are for not getting the best overtime hours that they actually want. More on this when we come back. It's The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. 
helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, 24 minutes past the hour. Thanks for hanging out today for a free Friday celebration here on a Thursday on The Voice of Reason. Uh, We are on some of our social media. We are not on Facebook and YouTube today. We are, however, on Twitch.tv. I'm thinking about doing it, too, as well on Rumble, although on Rumble... Because I know that's kind of the conservative alternative to YouTube. I'm thinking about putting the show on there. The problem is, though, is that if I do it on Rumble, that's the only source that I can go to. So I would lose the Twitch. I would lose the YouTube, which I don't really care about YouTube. I would lose the Facebook. I would lose the Twitter. I would lose all the other ones and just be on Rumble. I don't know if that's beneficial yet or not. I'm still looking into ways that I can try and distribute to numerous places at the same time, like we are right now, as we are still on Twitch, we are still on Twitter, we are still on uh, some of the other sites, um, just a few that don't like us right now. So I'm not quite sure what to do yet. You can always shoot me an email, network at gmail.com, and let me know your thoughts. I, I, I'm not quite sure how I want to do it yet. Whether I go straight to Rumble or whether I continue on Twitch for a while and do some of the other sites uh, just to kind of diversify a little bit. Let me know. I'd I'd be interested to get your thoughts on that one. Real quick to wrap this one up. So we have a labor shortage right now. People needing work in either not wanting to go back to work or not being able to find work or just being, uh, I got to admit, just a little bit prima donna-esque and saying, well, I don't have any work in my field, so therefore I'm not going to go back to work because my field hasn't quite recovered from COVID-19 yet, which I say, <laughs> go find something else to do until that comes back up. I don't, I mean, I have very little patience on some of that. If it comes down to either being on social benefits to take care of your family or going out and working for different minimum wage jobs, I'm going to go and work for different minimum wage jobs. Maybe that's just the level of morality that I have, but I can't get to the point of saying I, I, there's tons of jobs out there, but I refuse to take them because they're below me. So I'm going to sit on the government dime. I can't do that. So I actually saw driving through the city of Wichita where I live uh, going through the city. I saw a few people on the street corners and, you know, obviously holding the signs, the panhandlers. And it just bugged me because they were literally on the street corner where there was a help wanted sign at the McDonald's right beside them. But yet they're not going and working in there. It boggles my mind where people would still actually give money to that individual because I'm all about helping people. But if there's an opportunity for you to help yourself right there, God has shown the light upon you right across the street where the McDonald's is saying, help wanted, please. And you're still sitting there with a sign. Then that's on you, bro. And I don't necessarily feel bad, but we have a labor union that feels like right now is the time to do a strike because they want their better pay for the, uh, for the overtime hours. I got to admit, I think here's my beef with unions. Like it, dislike it. This may be popular, unpopular. I don't know. I know there's a lot of people that love unions. I know there's a lot of people that don't care for unions or that are just indifferent with unions. And there is a difference between, you know, the public unions and the private unions, although both of them I think are absolutely terrible. Nonetheless, my problem with unions is that I think they think it's still 1956. They like the old school way of what it used to be when in the high time of the 50s and early 60s when everything was great, you go to work, you get the nice wage, you made a decent living that way, 
You know, they represented you. You come home. You can provide for the family all as well with the white picket fence and the nice little barbecue in the backyard with everybody with the nice little como. Trust me, I love the 50s. I get it. Um, And it was a high time with Eisenhower and president, and you could just kind of live high and do your thing. It was the golden age for a lot. You know, the rock and roll at that time and the cars that were beautiful in that area. God, I wish I lived in the 1950s. I'm 32 years old. I did not live in the 1950s, and I really wish I would have. But the problem is unions have not adapted to the 21st century. Because it's no longer that way. Companies can make more money by outsourcing their distribution and their manufacturing overseas and then shipping it back. And even with the shipping costs, it's still cheaper to do so. They're still arguing like this is the only way for the company to make any money and therefore they fight for all these ridiculous, absurd benefits for people. Which I'm not saying benefits are bad, but when it's above the value of the market and above the value of the product and the and the service that they're actually offering, then you're harming the people that are in the union more so than actually helping them. There was a time and a place for a union, kind of, sort of, and that day, I think, personally has gone, and they still think it's the 1950s and 60s when it's not, and while businesses are trying to adapt to new technology, better resources, cheaper rates, the unions are still trying to stick it to the guys and the workers, and I don't like it. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back in. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, reason, common sense. That sort of stuff prevails here on this show. At least we try. We, by golly, we do our best, what we can. Welcome into the program. You can find us all over our social media handle at Hoosier Reason. H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also on the website at HoosierReason.com. Also on any of your favorite podcasting sites at The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So, uh, covered a lot of ground today already. Let's get into what's trending. What do you say? What's trending today? I'm still trying to figure out why my Facebook feed won't do the live stream. I don't know. We shared the video feed, which you can find on Twitch, twitch.tv. You can also find it on the on the Tweety at Hoosier Reason as well. We do have the video feed there, but we're, we have a 90-day suspension, a three-month suspension on YouTube because... I didn't even mention COVID. I didn't mention a word of it. It, They said that it was my Monday program where I had talked about, you know, starting a vegan diet earlier this month, doing a five-day fasting last week, doing a two-day vision quest, and how just eating healthier, cleaning up your diet is good for your health. And I mentioned my wife with lupus who has been feeling better already this first month of going vegan. And I got to admit, I have never done this before. I used to make fun of vegans. 
but yet I feel great. I've lost weight. She's doing good. She feels healthy again with the lupus and things. Are right. And all I mentioned was taking your health into your own personal hands and responsibility with the COVID pandemic and just how people are focused on ways to make themselves healthier. And that's one way to do it. And they suspended me for medical misinformation on YouTube. I, I know. Drive me nuts. But what do you do? So that's the social media for you. So we're thinking about putting it on Rumble. I think we're going to get it on Twitch.tv, which we have it right now on Twitch.tv, which you can find at Who's Your Reason. But with all of this, there's there's a lot of anger in the world. I told I told you earlier in the show about the comical uh, comedy satire political cartoon I posted on my fa- my Facebook, and just people lost their minds. We just need to calm down a little bit, do a little zen. And just relax. I'm excited to have our next uh, guest on the program. Maybe can explain some of this to us. He's a leading psychologist, also author of the book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself 2.0. It's Dr. Josh Estra with us here. Doctor, how are you, my friend? I am fine. How are you doing? Sounds um, like you're going through kind of a cluster muster there with YouTube. Oh, man. I tell you, I don't know why. I mean, I've had some suspensions before. I've talked about COVID. It, just mentioning the word hydroxychloroquine just automatically gets you banned on there. But all I mentioned was that healthy habits by healthy diet, healthy exercise, healthy vitamins, you know, is an option for you to boost your immune system and make you healthy and taking your health into your own responsibility. That got me banned on YouTube for three months. I don't get it. Man, how dare you for having an opinion on social media? <laughs> I've never seen this before. Uh, being a psychologist, have you seen trends like this before? Is this something new where people are so keyed up, people are so built up to whatever, whether it's COVID, whether it's you know Joe Biden, whether it's Afghanistan, whether it's just political issues or family issues, whatever that. We just lose our minds off of even satire, like political cartoons on social media. We can't just laugh at the world anymore. Why is that? Well, I think, first of all, I I don't think it's the first time we've been here. I think that any of us who've been on the planet more than a minute realize that, you know, history repeats itself and hopefully we learn a few lessons along the way. But we are in a unique time in history because you know, we're coming out of a very dark time and the pandemic is something that a lot of us have not experienced. And so whatever your politics are, we either went through the best four years of our life or we finally got out of the worst four years of our lives. I don't really care what you think. But then when you add to that, the pandemic, now the variant experience, vax, not vax, kids going back to school, there's a lot happening. So I think that we have to honor that, you know, hopefully we can um, appropriately laugh about it. But yes, people are anxious, people are upset. um, And oftentimes that manifests that comes out as, um, as anger when it's a lot of other things. I always say if you peel back anger, oftentimes you find anxiety and fear. Yeah, it's weird how we found new ways to divide ourselves. Obviously, we've always had the identity politics thing based on skin color, political affiliation, gender. I mean, all these other issues that divide us in in the nation. I think it's more of like the media wanting to divide rather than communities themselves actually being at each other's throats, because I think most communities do relatively well. But we, we found a new way to divide ourselves. And I think it's at least more on social media and just conversations on the street a little more brutal than they have been before. And that is, like you mentioned, the mask or not mask, vaccine or not vaccine. Should we punish those that don't get the vaccine? Should we let them into our restaurant? Should we force mask mandates or should we allow people to choose with their own personal health? You know, it's it's a weird, I, I never thought that we would divide ourselves based on personal health choices. It's, it's odd to me. It's an extraordinary time in history. And I think that's why 
some of us are are feeling so um, stressed out, and again, that you know that comes out as aggression because we lack the context of of anything that's happened in our lives to compare to this, and so it's difficult to you know get from one end of the day um, to the next under the best circumstances, and now we're under you know some pressures and some um, some circumstances that we just have no experience with. So it's not an excuse, but maybe it's a way. To better understand it, you know, there's there's words that are trending now, like macro versus micro aggression. We have cancel culture. Um, I find pop culture fascinating. I mean, um, I come from the the age of Britney Spears, and I'm following her like her like <laughs> mega fan on Instagram because I can't figure out what the heck she's doing, mm-hmm. and um, it's keeping me off the streets from you know basically wanting to punch stupid people in the face. <laughs> well, there's a lot of that going on right now. We're talking with Dr. Josh I never Estrin. would. Let uh, me right. let me do that as a disclaimer. Yes. There's a difference between wanting and doing. Yes, you can always yeah. fantasize about something to make yourself feel better, but that's oh, not going to actually yes, happen. Because the, the pandemic that we have been around for a long time happens to be, in my opinion, stupidity. Yeah. Well, I'm right there with you. It's it's absolute stupidity in many aspects. We're talking with do, uh, Dr. Josh Estrin. JoshEstrin.com is the website. Shut Up and Listen to Yourself 2.0 is... Uh, your latest book. Talk about it. I mean, if we have this rage culture, people so high strung, they don't know how to like just laugh at a joke, even if it's about your own political side. I mean, one thing I saw a story that I w- I've been wanting to talk about is that politics is so humorless now. We can't even joke about the other side or even our own side and chuckle one way or the other a little bit. We're so high strung. We're so depressed. We're so angry. We're so uptight about everything that how do we get out of that brick wall? How do we break through that glass ceiling? So one of the reasons that I wrote 2.0, and I wrote 1.0 about 20 years ago with full intention of not waiting almost a generation um, to write the second one. But, you know, in terms of the book, and thank you for blatant self-promotion, the core concept is that we all have an inner expert, an inner compass. Some people call it intuition, but we have all these other so-called experts outside of us telling us what to think, telling us what to feel, telling us what to eat. We get banned on YouTube for that, Mm. telling us when to pray, what to pray, who to pray for, who to vote for. And, you know, I'm not talking about mental health issues. I'm talking about really trusting that as individuals, we probably have conservatively 80% of the answers to 100% of the questions that are noodling around at our head at any one time if we just shut up and listen to ourselves. And, you know, in the world of branding and PR and all that silliness, you got to come up with a, a, a title that catches attention. If I ask the world to please be quiet, no one would buy my darn book. Yeah. Well, you're right. And I mean, just the self-reflection is something that I think is coming back again. I mean, I'm with you. I'm 32. I'm a millennial. I mean, it's it's kind of a new trend, oh I guess. Oh, my God. I have kids older than you. <laughs> Well, it's it's an interesting thing because this is a trend that I think a lot of people are starting to focus on again is is sitting back and reflecting and listening to yourself. But I found an interesting article a few weeks ago about how meditation and self-reflection and, and personal health, whether it's personal mental health, whether it's just, you know, focusing on you for a little bit to sit quietly and listen and try and come up and collect your own thoughts, that that is now considered selfish in society. Imagine that. Listen, if there's anything that gets my tidy whities in a knot, it's when people tell me that self-care is selfish. You know, mm-hmm. cliches are cliches for a reason because they have more than just a nugget of truth in them. And how the heck can we take care of the people that we care about if we're not taking care of ourselves? 
Yeah. You know, you point a finger at someone, three are pointing back. So if you're feeling worn out and your battery is run down, how are you going to take care of the people you love and your kids, et cetera, et cetera? So I just think that's a bunch of, you know what, you'd, be, you'd bleep me if I said it. That's <laughs> yeah. silly. Yeah, no, you're right. Have we been trained, just in society as a whole in general, have we been trained not to listen to the Jiminy Cricket, the conscious inside us, that, that little consciousness of telling us this is right, this is wrong, just that intuition, whatever you want to call it inside you, have we been trained not to listen to that because we should just listen to higher authority to tell us what to do? Honestly, you know, I think I feel in my opinion, yes. Um, I think that there are far too many people um, putting themselves out there as, as experts. And look, oftentimes we need to go to what I call our tribe, which are the people that we can really trust, family and friends, as well as professionals, medical, mental health, when we're having real problems that are outside of our scope of experience and expertise. But the vast majority of what we're dealing with in our lives, you're right. We have so much information coming at us telling us that, that we're not good enough. We're broken and we need to be fixed. And surprise, the people who are telling us that we're broken and need to be fixed are the same people that want to charge us money to fix us. So I think that we have to really honor that. And, you know, short of that, like nine or 10, or according to my mother, 13 months that I spent in the womb, who have you lived with longest? Yourself. Mm. So who knows you best? You need to take a moment to be still, to be quiet. Yes. To shut up and listen to yourself and really give yourself credit for being the expert on you. Amen to that. Dr. Josh Astron, we got to take a break. Can you stick over one more segment with us? That'd be my pleasure. Awesome. I'd love to continue this conversation. Uh, it's uh, joshestrin.com is the website, the book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself 2.0. We always like to say on the radio that obviously with all the technology today and social media that we're in an information wave to where uh, we get so much information bombarding us, as you mentioned, every single day that we don't know how to put it into perspective. What we try to do, at least on this show, and, and I think what people need to do individually as well, is not just take that information in, but to seek the knowledge and wisdom to put it into perspective. That's what we like. We'll take a break. We'll wrap up the show today. Dr. Josh Estrin hanging out with us here for another segment. When we come back, I want to talk about moving forward with this, even mental health issues, depression, fighting some of this, just the anger and rage to be able to move forward into a happier self moving forward. It's the Voice of Reason on a pre-Friday celebration. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with the Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back in. Last few minutes here of the program on a pre-Friday celebration. Hanging out with Dr. Josh Estrin. JoshEstrin.com is the website. His latest book, Shut Up and Listen to Yourself 2.0. Listen to yourself. Got that internal feeling, just that urge that you're like, oh, my gut's telling me that gut instinct. I, I think people have forgotten about the gut instinct. I really do. I mean, when Dr. Fauci tells you something, then you need to disregard your gut instinct. And <laughs> I think that's where we're at today. By the way, Josh, I was going uh, skimming through your, your website here, and it, did you make a trip to Ireland? Because that those that picture, at least, that you have looks really cool. Well, thanks. So there's joshestrin.com, where I guess I kind of blog about this, that, and the other thing. And then there's shut up and listen to yourself.com, blatant plug for the book. But yes, I had the opportunity to go to Ireland a couple times. This most recent time, um, got to stay in a castle. I don't quite know if I felt like a king or a queen. I'll let your listeners figure that one out. <laughs> but um, yeah, Ireland's a beautiful place. If you get the opportunity to go, the people are amazing. That's funny. That's uh, that's good. I've always wanted to go go over there. I think it'd be really, really cool, and obviously with a lot of ancestry there. I want to try and track some of that down. I just haven't had a chance to do so. A lot of people, I think, today, and I think maybe that's why some are a little bit down, is the travel, obviously, with the last year with COVID has brought a lot of people back to not being able to travel. I know a lot of people from my high school, for some reason, where you know they, they're the typical quote-unquote millennial where they don't care about necessarily worrying about uh, trying to pay things off or trying to save for the retirement. It's just, oh, you know what? I feel like taking a trip through Europe this week, and I see the post about it all over social media. I don't have that like spur of the moment, let's go do that kind of thing because I'm more like, oh my God, I got 40 grand in student loan debt I need to pay off before I can save for retirement. I'm never going to get out of this stuff. So I'm a little more on the paranoid side, but I think that a lot of people have been affected this last year in that sense. I think they have been too. And you know, you bring up an important point. There's, you know, if, if we make sweeping generalizations in this case about millennials, like we feel the breeze. So not all millennials are created equal and that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's very true. Uh, we got just a few minutes here before we have to let you go and wrap up here, but shut up and listen to yourself 2.0. As you mentioned, listening inward, uh, I, I always like to refer it back to back in the good old days, back when things used to used to run in certain ways. But Native Americans, we always used to listen to the quote-unquote elders, and we would listen to the stories that they would tell 
And they would tell it in story form of, you know, a bear that would go through and eat the berries and, you know, climb a tree or whatever it was. Uh, But it was a purpose and it was a message that we would learn from such a thing. And then we would use our own instincts to build upon that and understand the story. Have we gone from a point like that, do you think, of listening to the elders, listening to the stories and understanding the history to, you know what, to heck with it, I'm going to go figure it out ourselves or do you think it's even to the point of, I don't, I'm not even going to try and figure it out myself. I'm just going to do whatever everyone else is doing because that's kind of the cool fad because I want to look good on social media. Where do you think we are right now in listening to guidance or listening to wisdom in society? Wow. Wow. That's a great question. So yes, yes, and yes is the short answer. I think that we have information overload. And so oftentimes uh, many people make knee-jerk reactions because we're just buried in you know what. What's the facts? What's fake news? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but you bring up an important point. You know, our, our history should never be a mystery. And we gain our history um, through talking to people. Look, I'm a diehard liberal. You're a conservative. We're having a conversation. Yeah. It's not about politics. We probably don't agree on some things. We certainly are agreeing on a lot of things here. And when we, we engage with those people who have simply been on the planet longer than we are, the hell with their politics. Yeah. We can learn a great deal because, again, they've been through so much and they have, they have context. It's, it's one of the reasons why I decided not to make my book printed. I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to have a conversation. You know, the book is $7.99 because I honestly believe that I don't have anything to say that's worth more than 10 bucks. <laughs> and so I encourage people to download it and just have a conversation with me talk back to me, be like, you don't know what the heck you're talking about, man, shut up. Or, hey, I'm going to think about that. And so I think that if we all just take a moment to take a deep breath and realize, one, in my opinion, we still live in the greatest country in the world. Mm. Two, most things that seem overwhelming are not catastrophic. Haven't murdered anyone, hopefully. There's no blood. And the people that you love are still around. If we put it in that context and don't um, make everything catastrophic, life is going to be a whole heck of a lot simpler in these extraordinary complex times. So just try not to make things so complex at a time when the world is doing it for you. We can all start getting along again. I love it. Shut up and uh, shut up and listen to yourself.com is the website. You can listen to the audiobook on there. Joshestrin.com is the other website as well. Josh, great to talk to you, my friend. I appreciate it. I'd love to get you back on again real soon. I would love to, too. It was an absolute pleasure. And to everyone listening, stay safe and healthy, however you define that. There we are. I appreciate that. We'll get you back on the show again soon. Until then, I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice Reason podcast going up in, in a little bit. Until then, we'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners.
And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.